Hey, I'm John, your host, and welcome to Taste and See Podcast, where we are not just a regular podcast, but a podcast where we want you to tangibly taste and see God's goodness through the scriptures, testimonies, and everyday encounters with the Lord in your life and others. We're here to set captives free from the everyday dialogue of this world and dive deep in the bread given to us. So come and sit at the table to break bread as we come into a place of intimacy with the bread of life on the Taste and See podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to season one, episode one, and we're going to be talking about God's goodness. So, hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in to Taste and See. Um, today, you made the decision to make time to commune together, to be refreshed and replenished. Um, not only does this mark the first podcast episode, but more excitingly, is today we are getting into the goodness of God in Psalm 34. So I don't know about you all, but I love some reading, experiencing and seeing the revelation and prophetic foresight written throughout the Psalms. So it opens up um, with a man after God's heart, despite the challenges throughout his life. And of course, the majority of us know that this man is David. Um, so right before we get into this, I just want to pray for us um, just to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us um, into what he wants to show us and to where um, our hearts just may be open to be able to receive. Um, so Holy Spirit, lead us into truth. Give us the bread we need for today. Allow us to see Jesus, the son that is seated and continues to intercede on our behalf. Bring us into a place of repentance within our lives and fill us up more with your spirit, Lord. That we may taste and see that you are good and that we may share what we receive today with those in the world. So. Again, like I said, thank you all for just coming and communing um, with me. Um, this, I believe, is going to be a great episode. Um, I just believe that the Lord is always going to set people free and just give us revelation and understanding and knowledge of uh, what He wants to do in the, in the world right now and what He wants to continue doing um, through us, through His sons and daughters. So... Um, if you're driving or whatever, if you're sitting or if you're at work, um, appreciate you hopping on. Um, so I'm going to read Psalms 34, but in this um, episode, I'm going to um, read verses 1 through 8. All right, so again, um, Psalms 34 is really just speaking about um, the goodness of the Lord and how David's son, who sent him away, who set him up, and David is on the run for his life. But um, I'm going to start this, and it said, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will consistently speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us 
tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will be darkened, will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. O oh, joys of those who take refuge in him. And I just, I love this so much. Of Like David's heart is, it's just always like, no matter what circumstance or what area um, that he may be in, his first thing is always taking it to the Lord, always giving thanks to the Lord or praising the Lord um, in the in a mindset of, God, you come first. I've seen you deliver me from these things in my past as I was a kid, and I know that you will deliver me from this. I know you will continue to deliver me from these things. And that's what's so beautiful about God's goodness is no matter what circumstance or what area that we may be in, we can still count on him. Even when other people let us down, we can always count on God. And even in our doubt, when we feel like our circumstances are just more than we can handle, that's where our... Our strength can come from from God. In our weakness, we are made strong because, you know, God said he humbles the proud and we have to come to a place as people in humility versus in being in pride, being prideful. But with that, um, so verse basically one through three, it says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will con constantly speak his praises. And that's another thing, like all the things that come our way in the distractions. He's saying, David is saying, I will constantly speak his praise. I will continue speaking his praises no matter what is going on. I will continue speaking his praises. Sickness, diseases, famine, it doesn't matter. I will always keep his praises on my lips. I will boast in the Lord, only in the Lord. I will not boast in myself. I will not boast in other people. I will not boast in this world, but only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. See, we get a bad rep in culture of, well, you're weak. You don't need to be weak. You need to be strong. You need to get your act together. Especially as men, we come to a place of we can't, in lack of terms, show emotion. But he said, let all those who are helpless take heart. Even when you feel like there's no one else, there's nothing else you can do. Like, take heart. Like, come to a place of, like, sh 
strengthen yourself in the Lord and not in other things. And it says, Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. And the crazy thing about it at times, like we may be going through situations in the world the same way other people might be going through it. But David said, come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. He's saying, you know what? Let us tell about the things that God has done for us, where he's delivered us from, and prophesy into the place of where he will continue to deliver us from and exalt his name together. I love this thing together. It's just not him doing it himself. He's rallying people and not even in a, in a unity sense, but in a oneness sense. He's bringing the people who are one together and he's saying, Everyone, let us exalt his name together. Everyone who calls and believes on his name, let us exalt him together. And then it goes on to um, say, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him will help. Look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. He freed me from all my fears. He set me free, and that's what God does. He sets captives free. There's things in my life that he set me free from. There's things in other people's lives I've been around that I've seen him set people free from. And those who continue to look at him for help will be radiant with joy. And there's times that the, the world can feel so heavy at times if we let it. And, I mean, jobs, kids, marriage, like all these things that can go on in, within our lives. But he said, look to him for help. Those who look, for, look to him for help will be radiant with joy. And it, he's not saying, oh, you'll be happy. He's saying you'll be joy. You'll have joy. And there's a big difference within happiness and joy. And we'll get more into that. And then he says, no shadow of shame will darken their faces. So there's no shame will come on their faces when they look to him for help. And he said, in my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. I just want to stop right there real quick. And it's not speaking about the the fear aspect of how in um, Timothy it says, we have no fear. It's, it's speaking about fear and reverence. It's speaking about a, a holy reverence and an awe of who God is and living rightly, not out being not out of being afraid of who God is, but out of righteousness and holiness of who he is. So I don't want us to get that confused when you read fear in the Bible. Um, and it says, 
Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. So it just goes back to that of tasting and seeing. Like, you taste something and it's just like, wow, like, I've never tasted something like this. Like, I wish someone would have just brought this to me before or, or shared this with me before. Because there's been many times... I've seen people say, man, if someone just would have shared that with me a year ago or two years ago or like last week or something, you know, that would have probably changed my life. But we all know that God still has a purpose for these things. And I want to jump to a reference of Peter, um, 1 Peter. Two, one through three. And it said, so abandon every form of evil, deceit, hypocrisy, feelings of jealousy and slander in the same way that nursing infants cry for milk. You must intensely crave the pure spiritual milk of God's word. For this milk will cause you to grow into maturity, fully nourished and strong for life, especially now that you have had a taste of goodness of the Lord Jehovah and have experienced his kindness. So that just goes back to what David is saying. Is Peter is saying the milk, the spiritual milk is God's word. And it's so important that we stay and God's word and the we're viewing God's word. You know, I used to be a uh, a bookworm on leadership and development. I love leadership and development. I used to read books and books and, and books on it on leadership and development. But in that as well, God has so much in his word about every single aspect of our lives that at times we don't have to go anywhere else. Because it's all right here. Especially when you get into Proverbs, um, Ecclesiastics. You know, those books are filled with wisdom and knowledge of um, the ways to live our lives in a godly way. Even in the New Testament as well. And the Old Testament. But there's so many mysteries and so much um, more this content to say in God's word for um, his people. So just bringing this into just to relate to you all. Um, so I remember so often my parents would take me to service um, when I was younger. And I would just be in the routine of things at times. I would, um, you know, I'm sure get up early Sunday morning, you know, watch BET um, Sunday gospel <laughs> um, shows. And we would leave to go. Um, to service and at times throughout my life I would encounter the Lord as a kid just through different situations it might be a song it might be just like something I saw and even if throughout like each week Sunday after Sunday after Sunday or you know Wednesday Bible study or whatever it may be 
um, I would still come to a place of sneaking out. Um, I would get caught up with drinking and smoking with friends. I'm just trying things out. Um, eventually encountering lust. Um, yet continue to go to service, serving in congregations, ushering, you know, just doing the same thing. Basically, I was still being like, I was still seen as a respectful kid to all adults, teachers, pastors, everyone. But it was just like, for me, I didn't, I, I guess I was just living I guess two different lives, if you if you would say, and I didn't understand the process of sanctification and having a repentant heart. Heck, I didn't even really understand the concept of the gospel, which that was the news that was supposed to be given for people to be set free. And there were so many unhealthy relationships that I allowed myself to enter throughout high school, throughout college, um, because of not knowing my identity and who God called me to be. And not I'm not saying my calling, but called like me to be in him, to be his son. And things like regret and and just different areas of losing people in my life and it led to like suffering with sexual dish addictions uh, many times to be honest as many as car accidents that i've had that total cars i shouldn't even be here right now but within those i left without a scratch even in my marriage god intervened which like that's a that's a testimony in itself. But I tell you this because it's true, we don't have to live double lives because God sees it all. And that goes back to what I was saying about fear. It's not for us to fear God, but it's us to see, you know what, God already sees it all. And he paid it all. But just as David spoke spoke it rejoice. He always turned to rejoicing and praising regardless of the situations. He emptied himself out and gave all his fears and cares to the Lord. He had a life built on intimacy and a heart that was repentant towards the Lord. See, in this culture right now, like even whoever I'm talking to, you may not be close with God right now. Or you may not even believe in God, but I can tell you this, that God is protecting and continues to care for you. He has a home waiting for you. Just as Peter spoke, come taste and experience the kindness of the Lord. And we do that by repenting of our sins to come into the fullness of intimacy and relationship with the Father. Because Jesus paid the price on the cross when he died and took upon everything upon us, upon himself that we will be made righteous, not because of the things we've done, but what he's done. Be baptized in water and be filled with God's spirit. Just as God has spared His my life, 
for his purpose, I responded. And I tell you, come and accept the invitation and come to the table that he's setting for you. There's a purpose in your life. And it's not a coincidence that you came to this podcast. So I'm saying taste and see that Lord is good. And share that with others. Please, if you have anything in your heart that you may feel that you need to repent of, let's do this together and let's just ask the Lord, Father. I ask for your presence right now to just come and reveal anything in us that may be sinful or that's hidden in our lives or even the blatant sin that we may be struggling with or the sin cycles or I just I ask for your repentance I ask that you forgive me of all the things that I've done I not only sinned against others, but I've sinned against you. Within holding on to this and not confessing the things I felt are kept as secret. Lord, that you know all. You know where I lay down. You know where I get up. You know the things that I would say before they even come out of my mouth. You know the numbers of the hairs that are on my head. Your thoughts, you have more thoughts about me than the grain of sand on the seashore. Holy Spirit, I just pray and I ask that you will just come and touch each and every person that may hear this or that may be in a place right now or that they feel like they're way too far gone but Lord your mercy and your grace reaches in the depths as deeper than the bottom of the sea that continues to extend grace until the end I thank you for the listening right now that's listening. And the thoughts of the enemy that may be coming in condemnation. Father, I ask that you would just remove that condemnation, that shame, and you'll give them your joy and your peace upon their life. And your burden, Lord, for them will be filled with love and guidance upon their life. Amen. All right, so fam, thank you for listening to the Taste and See podcast. I hope this has enriched you and gave you some revelation and 
brought you to a place of just an intimate, um, just an intimate interaction at this time with the Lord and continue to dwell and come into a place to see Jesus rightly and allow the spirit to move in you and through you that others may see Jesus in you. So I thank you again and be blessed and Maranatha. for listening to the taste nc podcast it's my hope that you the listeners encounter jesus as we receive and eat from the bread of life if the taste nc podcast has helped or encouraged you in any way we would love to hear it if you made the decision to begin a relationship or go deeper in intimacy with christ we would love to hear about this as well you can contact us at jna 529 at gmail.com so we can rejoice in your decision to choose life. Share and help us bring the light of hope to others that many shall be set free. And we all say, come Lord Jesus, make your bride ready.